Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Rana, you're a classic. Hmm. Oh, do you think that's offensive? Yes, I think that's oh, another sure. one okay. like Sage or Vintage you know, or Classic. Or, you know, people I have love to, to be talk honest, about Coco Chanel's Classic. You know, that's- I only said it because today we're doing a classic cliffhangers, which we haven't done, by the way, since Baby Steve was in the picture. That's how long it's been. Well- so a few years, I think. Excuse me. Steve isn't even like a year years. yet, first of all. It doesn't feel like that, Rana. I feel like Steve has been haunting me since the days of Anne, Anne but I will, But I will say, it's tr- I can't, that is shocking to me that we haven't done a cliffhangers. I know. We usually do one over Christmas, a classic cliffhangers. And I want to say this. I think this might be our best one yet. These questions were river deep, mountain high. This is, so I can't believe we haven't done this header yet because this is really something honestly this is like a who's who of of we of we work today's today's cliffhangers cc is myob mind your own business mind your own beeswax mind your own beeswax this is totally about people who are should they invade? Should they cross the line to someone else's privacy? Are they invading someone's privacy? Has someone invaded their privacy? Should they mm-hmm. mind their own beeswax? And are people behaving badly? Like, for instance, in private, yeah. You got Vina, let me know about someone who's behaving badly in the main house recently. Excuse. I, I just am sorry you had to deal with that, Rana. I, something about um, who's the other person on this? Or Steve, I always forget, baby Steve. Uh, Yavina just told me that um, someone wasn't at their best. You're telling me that <laughs> just a little gossip. You're telling me that Yadvina's talking about Baby Steve because I'll tell you right now. No, I just that'll be asked, the end of Yadvina. I just simply asked, "How's Baby I've Steve?" Any spills? This, and I've any said it before, and I'll lately? say it again. Steve is allowed a to have a bad day once in a while, mm-hmm. but more importantly, mm-hmm. she is entitled to her privacy. And that's exactly what this classic cliffhangers is about. Minding your own beeswax, pardon me. If, you, if I was okay, Yadvina, well, I wouldn't be walking that tightrope right now, if you know what I'm saying. Don't blame her. Blame me. But I want to say this, Rana. As far as I'm concerned, from now on, we can do a one for a one. When Steve has a tantrum, I'm entitled to one, too. Well, uh, Steve doesn't have as many tantrums as you, so we'll have to do it the other well, way. Well, I'll wait for the catch-up, yeah, the No, Steve's the one who's going to be banking. T- can she have rollover points, <laughs> like rollover minutes? Minutes? Yeah, yeah of course. Rollover minutes. Do they still do that? <laughs> I want if they do. I have about one hundred thousand rollover minutes <laughs> that have gone unused. Now, this first one, this was oh, an yeah. absolute classic. Grimelda, 
Grimelda, the neighbor from upstairs, who would, who, as I recall, would stomp her disapproval like a horse at a fair. Yeah. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. Like a horse that could Be- count. Any little noise, our letter writer said, Grimelda would complain that it was way too loud. Yeah. Any little tiny thing. And that Grimelda basically thought she owned the place, even though everyone Right. Knows she put her. a no parking sign, even though she didn't have a car. Yeah. yeah. Out of control. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yep. No one's good enough for Grimelda. And I can't imagine living next to her. So our letter writer, Cynthia, wanted revenge. All right. Because Grimelda did something horrible to her car. So And she uh, Cynthia thought, was moving out and wanted to know what to do before. But you know what? Let's just get to it. Listen to it. This is from Patreon 97. We have got a lot to get to, by the way. We better get let's just get right into it because Grimelda is waiting for us. Oh my God. Now Rana. I I definitely read this on the You did. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Here we go. Cliffhanger. Dear Rana. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Dear Rana, Brian, and wonderful guest. Mm. I have a question that I think only you could answer. Well, probably not the only ones, but we'll be happy to. Actually, I think this could be Brian's specialty. Oh, Last yes. year, <laughs> I had a terrible breakup <laughs> and had to find an apartment in a rush. I ended up signing a lease for a first floor apartment in a two apartment row house. My apartment's downstairs. My neighbor, ugh, we'll call her Grimelda, brilliant, mm-hmm. lives upstairs. Grimelda's behavior started mildly enough. She immediately requested that we trade phone numbers when I moved in and informed me that she goes to bed at 10 p.m. every night. I thought, fine. That evening, I was putting together my bed. It was before 10 p.m., and all of a sudden, I heard loud stomping and doors <laughs> slamming from upstairs. I checked my phone. Grimelda had texted me to be quiet, to which I responded I was almost finished, to which she responded that I should only put furniture together in the daytime. I thought, hmm. But I was very distracted by my breakup and did not want to argue or set boundaries at that point. Whoever wants to. A no. couple of weeks, you know, it sometimes you have to. There are people that get a buzz off that. I'm not that person, but sure. it must be a nice way to go through life. Those are like people that love negotiating. Right. Yeah. I, I yeah. Like not your brother, me. Rob. Loves it. Yeah. Lo- those boundaries are set. Yeah. In Loves stone. to set a boundary. Lives oh to set God. a boundary. <laughs> he took some of the building blocks from the pyramid and set the boundaries with those. They've yeah, lasted thousands no of No question. Years. That is a firm boundary. Firm boundary. And he's co- always looking for new boundaries. Always. You're right. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Always looking for, everyone <laughs> loves to be wronged. <laughs> a couple of weeks later, I had a plumbing, plumbing problem, but the only time the plumber plumbing could come, problem. Plumbing problem. I was planning to be- <laughs> Excuse a me, prim- Grimelda, there's a plumbing problem in my unit. <laughs> I, that'll be my next character. I, I was doing Carol Channing. Yeah, you're right. I was There's doing Goblin. in my will. There's a preming pride. <laughs> Wait, did I eat preming pradlers? <laughs> <laughs> Bronnie, you have a good Carol Channing. I have to be honest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> I wish we could have her on the show. And a career that lasted forever. Forever being yeah. just a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Just do, yeah. My grandparents saw her in Hello, Dolly, like a year after it Little came out. Jolly. And then saw it again about six years ago with her. 
with her or her corpse like weekend at Bernie's time? M- mostly probably that. Mostly yeah. that. Okay, so she had a plumbing problem. A couple weeks later, I had a plumbing problem. <laughs> but the only time the plumber could come, I was planning to be out of town. <laughs> My landlord casually said, Grimelda can let the plumber in. Grimelda. Grimelda. She had a copy of my keys without my knowledge. Crazy. I requested the keys back and she angrily returned them. During COVID winter, I sometimes had friends, never more than three at a time, outside in the shared backyard space around a fire pit. I always texted Grimelda to let her know when I planned to do so. She started to text me at 8 and 9 p.m., telling me to tell my friends to leave because she could hear us. We are in our all in our 30s, fairly easygoing, not loud people. Mm-hmm. Notice the fairly. She reiterated that she goes to bed at 10 p.m. I'm not saying I'm on Grimelda's side, but I'm not saying I'm not. She reiterated that she goes to bed at 10 p.m. and wakes I'm up not, at 6 I'm not on Grimelda's side <laughs> so neither. I just want to say that, yeah. And wakes up at 6 a.m. every day on the weekends too, and there are no exceptions. One time I was exercising at 6 p.m. and Grimelda started to Dump above my head. She texted me, is everything okay? The entire row house is shaking. Multiple times I've been on conference calls and she stomped above my head while I was presenting. One time I was weeding our overgrown front patch of dirt and she came outside to yell at me for weeding. There are no plants, no garden, literally just dirt well, and that, overgrown weeds. That's a strong yeah, she's, ownership instinct on Grimelda's back. It is. I'm turning on Grimelda. Yeah. I have a designated parking spot in the back. She this is genius. She put up a no parking sign at my parking spot. This is where I like Grimalda. Me too. Because And also she included a picture of this parking spot yeah. that says no parking on it in her spot. I love it. Yeah. I told my landlord and you told me to just take the sign down and park there. One morning I woke up and there was wet, smelly trash all over my car. See photos attached. Don't judge mm. me for my bumper stickers. Mm. Even though my tactic with her has been not to engage at all, her erratic behavior has escalated. I think she may be related to my landlord since she has lived in this place for a long time, had my keys, and seems to have some sort of connection with him. She made a miserable year even worse, and for a while I tiptoed around my apartment, trying my best to avoid the stomp, stomp, stomp that sent my heart a skitter. Now I just don't care anymore, and I want revenge. Something petty without consequences. I am moving out when my lease ends, a couple months Mm. from now, and all I have planned is to leave the no parking sign in her mailbox when I leave. What else should I do? Help. For the sake of anonymity, please call me Cynthia. XOXO. By the way, I don't know what her bumper stickers are even. I can't see one. You can't see it. There's something sort of North Carolina bumper sticker or something, University of North Carolina, but I can't see anything else. On the I see the no parking sign and I see the wet, smelly trash. Well, first of all, I don't know how she didn't already put the no parking sign on Grimelda's space. Well, that's the for your instinct. Like that, that my first thing was going to say, why aren't you putting the no Just parking keep sign? Keep moving it back and forth between your space and her space. Absolutely, It'd probably make her laugh at a certain point. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like that's what you should be doing. Take a shit on her car. I don't like that idea. I think that's going a little far. Well, what do you suggest, Ronna? Fecal egging matter. Her? I, don't, I don't ever like anything that involves fecal matter. I just, unless, I mean, I'm happy when it leaves my body, but that's about as. And that as could it, involve the police. Like that is something you could call the police. I've on. never understood. But I don't know how, how they tied her shit back to her. So maybe she'd I, be off the hook. But I've never understood how that's a thing that people do as an act of revenge, because there's always the in-between step where you have to handle your own feces. I know. And, and I, so oh, I've never understood why. See, that in my isn't, head, she would wait till she had to shit and then go 
hunch over the put of the car or the windshield. Then she still has to take care of herself. And it's humiliating. You still have to either wipe or put yourself back together somehow or bring it outside. I don't know, but I just know that it's not, it's not without its own humiliations for you. So I've never understood it as a move. I'll just say that. But I understand the, I mean, it's an evocative idea. Well, also, you should only retaliate with what you can prove. Do you know she put the wet, smelly trash on there? I feel like you do. She did. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I got excited about the idea of retaliating because she wants to retaliate. And then I just had a moment where I thought, what are we doing? You know Why what though? There's bothering? no, there's no fucking reason you can't go out with a bang. Like, like literally loud music, like just driver nuts. Yeah. I do think she's either related to the landlord. The land, everyone knows Grimelda's crazy. And that's why they can't keep a tenant. And so this cycle just starts over and over all the time. And Grimelda has the keys and they can't get rid of Grimelda. And Grimelda gets rid of everyone. No one is good enough for Grimelda. And no. Grimelda doesn't want anybody pulling up the weeds. So, I mean, that, you know, no one is allowed to make it their home. It's Grimelda's cave and you live inside of it. And that's, you didn't know it, but you moved in with an ogre. Because, by, by the way, happened. the solution to this is you moving. Which is what's happening. Which is what's happening. And so you're doing the right thing, but that's all you can do in a situation But like I don't know how crazy Grimalda is. So you don't want to do anything that's so over the top that she would involve law enforcement or take you to small no. claims court. Because Grimalda does, has a lot of time on her hands. But there's no reason why at 4 p.m. you can't play your music really fucking loud. Totally. But she's a Judge Judy. I mean, she wants, yeah. Grimelda will take you to judge, to judge Judy. She wants order. Yeah. I have a friend who had two. Cherry, cherry yogurt. Yeah. My friend Cherry Yogurt of the train. <laughs> Do you have Cherry? Do you have Cherry? <laughs> oh, my eye. This is truly who I want to be. But I have a friend who thought that it would be a good idea to have what are called mini pigs. Or what a miniature pigs, which are oh, yeah, not then they, miniature. No, the, no, it's just fake. Then they grow it's up and they're fake. big. Yeah. So they did. And I have to tell you, this guy, his hair went gray. He couldn't sleep because when pigs don't get what they want, they scream until they do get what they want. And it is, is that a, so? Oh, yeah. Because they're smart. They know exactly how to get what they want. And they scream and scream, and it's a haunting sound. My friend wouldn't be able to sleep. He had to have food in his bed with him that he would throw at the pigs in the middle of the night because they would start screaming. And that was the only way he could quiet them. Where did he live? He lives in a house in LA. And he owned the home? Yeah. And his neighbors, they complained or what? No. But he truly couldn't handle it anymore. His house was falling apart. They were tearing down the walls. It was How like, many pigs did he have? Too, but they they grow, Rana. I mean, they how much big. did they weigh by the time they will let go? Good question. I don't know. I want to say like thirty pounds each, forty pounds. Would he continue to eat bacon? By no, the way, thirty pounds for a pig is a miniature pig. Well, I, I'm guessing. I don't know how big they got because I never I never saw them. Oh, how could ha- you resist seeing? Them? I know. I really wish I would have. But yeah. I have to be honest with you. He wasn't a friend. He was someone I was sleeping with who sort of wronged me. But. <laughs> I'm going to need to recover from that statement. (laughs) How could someone 
had you and he never you only went over to he only came to your he house. He only came over to my Who place. watched the pigs while you were at his place? Well nobody, that's the other well, he problem. he was at your place. That's the other problem. He was an absentee parent. You're telling me. Mm-hmm. Forget we don't even have time for how you ended up in bed with someone that has two pigs. But you're telling me that you found a way in this universe to feel that you were wronged by someone who thought it was a good idea to let pigs live in their house and throw food at them from their bed and wonder why they wanted more food. His hair turned gray as I was seeing him from this. But you, but then when he broke up with you, you took it personally. I couldn't believe it. Instead of realizing that he had absolutely no sound judgment I'm actually not kidding you. I'm actually not kidding you. I thought he was the one. I'm not even kidding. I need a whole podcast on just this. I'm skipping the rest of the podcast today. I need to know, did he have a profession? Yeah, he was a writer. Successful one. Is he still? No, he moved. He had to. He went to Northern California. To do what? Write video games? I don't know, actually. I've I've lost touch with him completely. Not even a little picture peek on Instagram? He was. He's not on any socials. He never has been. Were there any other red flags besides the fact Many. that he had domesticated farm animals living in his home? There were, he there were actually- was throwing donuts to in the middle of the night, and he was vegetarian. There were many red flags. He said he was sober, but one time he asked me to get something from his backpack, and there was a full bottle of Stoli in it. Um, it's always so that vodka. Was, yeah, so that was uh, one of the other <laughs> red flags. You know, nothing interesting has ever happened to me, I and he would say, And he would say, oh- do you want some ice cream? I could go out and get some. And I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. And he's like, come on, don't you want to get glug, some? Glug, glug, glug. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And he would go get ice cream. And when he came back, he was a different person with the ice cream completely. Drunk. Yeah. Which part of any of him made you think he was the one is my question. <laughs> what, were the, what were the positives? The sex was the positives. And he was very handsome. The point of it is But what this. about Grimalda? The point of it is this. These are my two what suggestions. What about filling her car with styrofoam or something like these, that? These, Rana, these are my two <laughs> suggestions. Packing Number, peanuts. You need to get two screaming pigs. And you need to start going out at night. <laughs> and while you're out at night, yes, it will, you'll have, you won't get your security deposit back. But when you go out no. at night, you just let those pigs wail as loud as you can. Or you send Grimelda to a farm, which is ultimately where these pigs went. Or I would, you put the pigs would, in her car. I would send Grimelda 40 loose boxes of packing peanuts. That's pretty funny. Just something that she has to unpack. She keeps thinking That's actually a great idea. She keeps idea. thinking there's a present in the bottom of them. And then it gets all, it gets, they get stick, they static, cling to your clothes and they're all yep. over your house and they're everywhere. And then she has to not only clean it up, but she has to unpack all, she has to break down all the boxes. That will actually drive her insane. You have but, to do that. But I mean 40 boxes, not four. Yeah. Send her, go on Uline or peanuts. whatever that website is and buy Uline, packing yeah. peanuts are probably $2 for 400000 and spend $100, send her yeah. 100 boxes of packing peanuts and with a note, you know, a note that, that implies there's a gift. So it says, you know, with love, your family. Yeah. Or whoever. Just have a digging in there. Dig, 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 dig. That's actually a perfect <laughs> idea for Grimelda, I have to be honest with you. 
What else can we do? You got to put the no parking sign on her. The no parking sign, the peanuts, the pigs. You should pay a task rabbit to come back every day and repost the no parking sign for a month. That would be fucking Because she's going to take it down and you're going to be gone. But just have somebody come back and repost it every day. You should put a magnet bumper sticker of like, I'm a diehard Trump supporter on her car. Somewhere hidden. Mm. What else could you do, Brian? You're a real mischief maker. Well, I mean, you could always dress as like a fortune teller or something and go there and <laughs> tell her what you think your, her future is going to be. And it could be, be a really traveling bad. fortune teller. That's true. Yeah. You could always do that. <laughs> Let's see. You could get her, you could get her several subscriptions to really bizarre magazines. Like, which is sort of like the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Like whether it's Car and Driver or whether it's The Inquirer or whether – that's too fun. I'd or whether excited, it's like, yeah. Yeah, Popular Science or just something lame as hell. Yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. could do that. Mostly what you need to do is remember that Grimald is just a good story. Or you know what you could do? Something nice in something evil. Like remember those Happy Hanukkah donuts you talked about on Ronica, Rana? Yeah. You're the worst. Oh, yeah. In donuts. Send us some donuts that say, fuck off. Yeah. I, Excuse I, me. You're awful. My yeah. God, that do was that terrible too. language out of me. F I couldn't off. believe it, Ron. You really, honestly, you have bring this show down to a level that I don't think is right. Oh, it's so true. You dragged me right in the gutter. There's no question about it. Good luck, though. I'm all, I'm pro driving Grimelda crazy, but nothing, like we said, that's going to get you in trouble. No, because Grimelda has a lot of time on a hint. So tread lightly with Grimelda. I yeah. would say. Yeah. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Now, I have to say, I thought we gave pretty good advice with the uh, possible exception of what's it called? M-compriosis or something like that? Yeah. What's it called? I thought that was the, I, I do mean like when you take a what, defecation of the station? Public defecation is that there is a, uh, there is a. A term is a, for it? A scientific term for it, yeah. Oh, is. good. I'm glad every everything, God, every, I love that everything And the scientific that. term, by the way, covers whether you do it incidentally, or whether you do it accidentally or on purpose. I'll say, I said it before and I'll say it again, taking a shit on Grimelda's car was good advice, Rana. Mm, mm. That's all I want to say. And wait a minute. We still don't, I, I still need to, I need to take a moment and reflect on your ex who had two screaming <laughs> Screaming pigs at this house. Rana, when they don't when they don't get what they want, they scream until they get it. Why? I told you that sad single mother was swimming with pigs. Why does everyone think swimming with pigs is fun? Nobody you know wants what? to deal with them on land, but they think it's adorable that they swim in the Caribbean Ocean. And I'll tell you, just because an animal is smart doesn't mean I want to spend time with it. That I don't need same, to be outsmarted. Same with a person. Exactly. 
Uh, and don't forget that Grimelda, uh, sorry, Cynthia wrote in and gave us the update that she did what? She sent emu today to Grimelda. Is that what it was? She, she started a subscription for Grimelda yeah. when she moved out. That was emu weekly or emu today yeah. or something like that. So honestly, that was a cute little last laugh that didn't really hurt Grimelda. But then the other thing she crazy. did, which I thought was actually totally inappropriate, was left a piece of junk. But the, yeah. then an awkward piece of junk that you really need to call uh, the city to have them removed. And then Grimelda took a picture of the junk. And sent it to her. And sent it and to it her. And it really should have God, been Grimelda. the landlord's problem. She's but, wonderful. Yeah, in any event. But anyway, you know, if you live next to a pig or a person who's acting like a pig, emus. Yeah. Now, Rhonda, this next one. Okay. Drove me up a wall. Oh, I know which one this is. Yeah. This is about Daniel, who was the gay man who grew up incredibly close to his straight friend during the lockdown days of the pandemic. At the time, his straight friend was taking a break from his girlfriend, but now he and the girlfriend are back together. And And she wants to move in together, and Daniel's in the way. And Daniel was sort of sitting there saying, I don't know what she's so upset about. We have a totally platonic relationship. Yep. Yep. But the girlfriend was getting impatient. She wanted to move in. Mm -hmm. That's right. And Daniel swore it was pure this relationship with no ulterior motives i think people got upset with me and thought i was in the dark about this was daniel interfering with the relationship is the girlfriend interfering with the friendship between i think the straight guy and daniel these are questions we all had and by the way i think you kept saying that one lived in culver city and one lived in burbank one did live in burbank and one did live oh that was the truth yeah. Oh, so that was, they might as well be, you know, yeah. 10 states may apart. As, may as well, right. May as well have been Culver City in Alaska. That's sort of. So this was from Patreon 95. Hear what we said. And get mad at me because I think people were upset with my yeah. answer or yeah. something. Uh, we need to get going here because we, we have some incredible updates yeah. But before we even get to that, we have some unbelievable this cliffhanger was it's a just good one. Yeah. I mean, we're back. Dear we're back. Rana, Brian, we are back for sure. Yeah. This cements yeah. how back we are. Yeah. Baby is back. Yeah. Dear Rana, Brian, baby capital back, Y. Baby back, baby back, baby right. back, baby back. This is Chili's. Yeah. And gorgeous guest. This is not Chili's. No, it isn't. This is this is Houston's. Yeah. This if, is a hillstone, pardon me. Right, this is hillstone. Yeah, yeah. I was. I am writing with a question about myself and my best friend. I'm a 33-year-old gay man living in Los Angeles. My best friend is a 35-year-old straight man. I don't know why this matters, but it does. We met at work about six years ago and almost immediately became fast pa- pals. It has developed into one of the most meaningful, important relationships in my life. It's very nice. The two of us became especially close when he and his girlfriend of 10 years took a break a couple years ago. During this time, he moved into an apartment around the corner from me and we started hanging out all the time. And I mean, all of the time. We were averaging four or five nights a week. The friendship hit the second gear where we felt comfortable enough and being emotionally vulnerable and open with one another. It was special and it still is. Now the dilemma. My best friend and his girlfriend are back together. They took some time apart to figure out what they both wanted. I almost made a nasty comment. About the dilemma? No. Oh. My partner and his girl, my best friend and his girlfriend are back together. And I almost said, you know, that old hag. Yeah, for sure. Or something. Right. Because that that <laughs> I think that is what the tone shift is, actually. Yeah. That's underneath it. <laughs> 
<laughs> they took some time apart to figure out what they both wanted. Personally, I think it was a wise decision to take a breath during a relationship that started when they were young, dumb college kids. They still have separate apartments due to proximity to their respective jobs. He's in Culver City. My God, they're in my hometown. Culver City? No, Los Angeles. (laughs) She's in Burbank. My God, everyone everyone that writes in is in your hometown. Anyone who's ever been to LA knows that you cannot have a relationship where one is in Culver City and the other is in Burbank. No, they may as well live in Atlanta and Chicago. Completely. Yeah. And while they spend time together- But people do need to understand that when listening to this letter. Geography is everything when it comes to a dating life in Los Angeles. It would be easier to live in Phoenix and Los Angeles or Sandy. It would be a quicker commute or as quick to drive from- uh, Culver City to San Diego as it would to drive from Culver City to Burbank. Because at least with Culver City that. to San Diego, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Culver City to Burbank, you really don't know what you're getting yeah. into. If the As the crow flies, it's quite close. Yes. But, but it, forget it. Practically, forget yeah. it. During, well, in fact, you know someone's an amateur and they say, oh, how many miles away? How far away? And it's like, oh, no, honey. In LA, it doesn't matter how far well, away. Well, that's why I've never been to either of those places. You've never been to Burbank or Culver City? Burbank I've been to because things film there. Oh, sure. You, you were so in a studio Conan, audience. Yeah, for Conan like, would say, come see the show. Yeah, Ronnie, you're in town. Come see the show. Right. Or you and tried to get on Prices Right. I first mean, I, of all, that shoots at CBS on Beverly. That's right. That's, that's the first Grove. of all. Yeah. So, second, so shame on you. You're right. And second of all, no, I haven't tried to get on Prices Right. <laughs> okay. What about let's make a deal? <laughs> you know what? You would have been great on let's make a deal. <laughs> I would have shown up in my pineapple costume. <laughs> you no and Monty Hall. You and Monty Hall. Completely. You and Mitch Silpo should go to, as two fruits <laughs> down to let's make a deal and see what happens. And document it. Yeah. During the pandemic, this was. When are we having Mitch Selpa on? We I adore have Mitch, Mitch Selpa. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a favorite. We're of getting him on the free feed. They don't, he's just too fabulous. He is too fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. During the pandemic, this wasn't much of a factor. My friend and I, uh, okay, so just to recap, one's in Culver City, one's in Burbank. And while they spend time together on the weekends, the weekdays are spent separately. During the pandemic, this wasn't much of a factor. My friend and I barely saw each other for over a year, staying close with texts and FaceTimes while maintaining our distance and taking COVID seriously. However, now that we're both vaccinated, we're back to our pre-pandemic ways, spending most weeknights together. Yeah, I'm not either, Siri. Sorry about that. In many ways, it feels like a really lovely way to make up for lost time. However, it has recently come to my attention that his girlfriend, whom I also consider a good friend, is not happy about it. My friend. Oh, you do? Yeah, right. You do, mm-hmm. right. Sure you do. Sure yeah, me do. too. I consider her a good friend too. Yeah, me too. Me too. Keep she's my, she's my favorite person. Yeah. Exactly. My friend has revealed <laughs> that his girlfriend is not pleased with how much time we spend together. It's not necessarily that she doesn't like me. Well, how could she? You're good friends. Why do you refer to her as his girlfriend <laughs> instead of your dear friend Julie or yeah. whatever it is? Yeah. It's that he's not spending his time with her. My friend confided in me that his girlfriend, despite the logistical issues, is growing impatient that they don't live together. Now when she calls him while we're hanging out, I can hear her say things like, oh, you guys are spending time together again? And you guys should just be roommates. Homophobic. It all makes me feel a little guilty. Despite the fact that I don't think I'm not doing anything wrong. Despite the fact that I don't think 
I'm not doing it. I think you mean, despite the fact that I think yeah, I'm I not don't doing think anything. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. Right. Yeah. The last thing I want in our friendship is to impede their relationship. The last thing. But is that really it my responsibility? It might be the first thing. It might be the first thing. But yeah. is that really my responsibility? No. Should, I'm saying no. Should I attempt to take a step back in the friendship in hopes that the two of them start spending more time together during the week? Before you ask, this is very much not anything more than a friendship. I'm a gay man. He's a straight man. It's not even remotely a sexual thing. We just legitimately love spending time together. And I think he's nice. I've had many conversations with my friend about the status of the relationship, and he assures me things are great. I just wonder when my instinct, instinct should start to take over. Thank you all for the laughs and insight. You two are the best. Daniel, you can use my name. What's going on? Complicated here? letter. <laughs> you asked him. He said there's no problem. I got to say, for me, the finger got dipped into the martini glass and started to swirl. Started to swirl a little (laughs) bit when you said, he said everything's fine, but my instinct is to tell him it's not. What do you want to create here? He said everything's fine, but wait, read me that sentence. Well, the, the, the guy who's in the relationship is like, no, I'm not worried about it. You know what I mean? Like, he sort of said like, no, there's nothing that needs to change with our friendship. So then why would you want it to? I think there's a little bit of a thing going on here. I know he's saying that he doesn't have designs, and that's fine. I don't but think he's in love with his friend, but no, I think but there's, there's still there's some competition going on There's a competitive here. thing happening. And I think he's getting a little bit of a charge out of being in first place. It does kind of sound like that. And it doesn't mean you want it to be romantic, but there might be... I don't want to take this too far in my shtetl clairvoyant routine, but it makes me think that this is a person who likes people that are unattainable. I'm not saying he likes this particular guy, but that one of these guys that likes straight guys and doesn't know why it doesn't work out with them. And so another manifestation of that sort of thing could be deep, deep down, well, he prefers my company. There's something competitive about that. Well, I have to say, for me, and maybe I am a competitive person and can relate to him, mm-hmm. I've never liked it when my best friends have been in relationships, at the beginning at least. I do, you know what I mean? I just yeah, don't. Yeah, you have to share them. It's not, not fun. That, not that I don't want them to be happy and in a relationship. It's not that at all. But it's sort of just like, oh, God, now our relationship, I have to act different in front. You know, They've been together for 10 years. That's true, though. So you, you I guess when they met, he was already in a relationship. Yes. Yeah, okay, and, so that but is But then different. there was a break where they were spending more time together. And these two were having this incredibly deep bonded relationship. And there is a little bit of a tinge of... She's being difficult. Yes. But, but the person it's not bothering is the person well, has who nothing is- nothing to do with, yeah. Who you would say, letter writer, is in the middle of it, which obviously he isn't. But the, the per, your best friend and her boyfriend is the one who doesn't have a problem with it. I think what you don't want to do is interfere with their relationship. And I think that it would interfere with your relationship for you to say that you have a problem with it. And I think- you want to say you have a problem with it so that maybe there's a little bit more of a problem with them because that will come up. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I just wonder, and maybe I'm just fantasizing here in not a literal way, but in just like a making up a scenario thing. If you love your friendship with him and you like where it's at, don't get involved with us. Well, that's ex- like entirely it's the question. And is I believe you when she's saying like, wow, you guys are spending a lot of time together. And I'm going to be honest. I think there is something a little bit homophobic about it. I do. I think For that her what, to say that. I think what she's, maybe homophobic is the wrong word, but I do think what she's implying is like, are you guys hooking up? I do think that she's thinking that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be, I don't know if homophobic is the word, but it's, uh, there's an inference there that is not that's uh, sort of comfortable. Yes, yeah. I agree. But I mean, I wonder if she would also again. This o- this is only another strike against her, not for her. But if she would say it, if it was a straight guy that he hung out with all the time, probably like I don't know. get a room or whatever. Maybe, but I think it would be different. Whatever it is, she's not happy with the scenario. They live, she lives in San Diego. He lives in Texas. Right. That's the problem with the scenario. And she wants to either both live in Texas or both live in San Diego. And that's their business. If you're worried about his relationship, encourage him to move closer to her. And I know you don't want to do that. Correct. (laughs) If you're so worried about them, that's such an excellent point. If you're so worried about them, there's such an easy solution. Tell them to move in with her. Why don't they both move to West Hollywood? Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know where he works and where she works, but whatever. What's keeping him in Culver City in this building? If there's a problem in their relationship, that is, look, that relationship is, you know, they've been together 10 years. They don't live together. I know that is. Maybe that's how they like it, but that's not. Well, the truth is it's not how they like it because because she's she's she's, finished with that. They broke up and they got back together and she wants to feel like they're moving forward and they've ended up in the exact same place. Yeah. And he is fine with that place. And that is why he says there is nothing wrong with the relationship because everything is the way he wants it. He lives near his best friend and he sees his girlfriend on the weekend and that's what he's happy with. She wants to move forward. It is none of your business, but there's something where you are getting a charge out of this, where you're sort of saying, where you're enjoying the conversation that's sort of, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Am I making her feel uncomfortable? You hit it on the head. What's that? Even with with your ta- turban on your head in your bathrobe, asking you questions, doing yep. your cucumber slices. Yep. If I'm Why being homophobic, please say so. To make it a problem. Why don't you just stay out of that? Or if you really want it to work between them, why don't you suggest to him that he spend a little more time with his girlfriend or that he take a real inventory about whether he wants to be in that relationship and move forward or not move forward? Because I got to say, straight guys are nothing if not what you see is what you get. He's a dodo bird. Yeah. Yeah. He said it's fine because he thinks it's fine. He actually So why don't you just take him? If it's not fine, guess who's going to let him know? Her. Right. But it's not your place to get involved. No, she. I gotta You're be honest. She doesn't a sound something great. Out of this. She's definitely not your good friend. No, please so, stop saying she's your good. friend. I know you have. I'm to friends say with that. both of them. Stop saying that. No, you're not. Forget about her. Which is fine. 
None of it has anything to do with you. But also forget about this little fantasy where people accidentally wonder if you're together when you two are around. Right. Or, or cycling See, or I don't know playing softball I, I have or whatever. super close friends who are straight and I've never worried about falling But have you ever had or... this moment with, no. your, with your straight male friends? No. No. Where I... Were you like, she seems like upset about something? No. No. I think with, with some of my friends, I have thought like to myself, oh, it's what not going to be as her? fun as it was. Or like, what are you doing with that? Of course, everybody but feels that no, way. No, I am not inserting myself into the conversation in that way. No. Yeah. Nor would yeah. I ever. No. Okay. Yeah. So you do have to take a teeny tiny look at why you're meddling. Yeah. And why your instinct would be to make this a problem. It's a good thing this is Patreon because I'm going to, again, I'm going to get canceled from my own podcast from answering things in this manner. What did you do? You didn't do anything wrong. Who knows? But I did something. I know I did. (laughs) (laughs) That was a totally wacky situation, but we were right, of course. Yeah, I honestly have to say, Rana, at the end of this, I think you were absolutely Remember, we finally got around to the feeling of, wait a minute here. Wait a minute here, Daniel. If you're because mm-hmm. Daniel said he was friends with both of them, and we knew that wasn't true. We know that, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah he should have just told him to move in. I'd like an update on that, by the way. I'd like. An I update. would too. Yeah, I did too. Because Rana, you kept saying like, "Oh well, if you have no problem with his girlfriend, then you should encourage him to move in yeah. with her." Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I want an update. This next one comes from someone who I aspire and. I'm waiting to be friends with. Yeah. This was from Scarlett Curtis. Well, you know, she, it's interesting, Scarlett Curtis. She said she wanted to see us. She wanted to do Raclette together. Right. We were going to meet the chipmunks. I haven't seen the chipmunks and I haven't seen the cheese. Yep. This cliffhanger, this was the one about the, the friend who realized that the old friend had been possibly inadvertently uh, recording people on their iPhone. This was dark. Yeah. This, I actually am not going to describe this too much. I just want to get to it because people need to hear this. Let's just get to it. This was, this was wild. That was a tough situation, but I want to know, I want to know, we never got an update on this. I want to see if we could get a second update on this. I'd really love one. I would too. And I hope they were, I hope they confronted this person a little bit and said, you know, what the hell? Did you get to the bottom of it? That's what we want to know. Exactly. Yeah. And also, or was this staged? We That's what we really right. wanted to Were know. Were they in on it? Were they out of it? We just don't know. Okay. Cliffhanger number two. Scarlett uh, Curtis. I, Ron, no. I think we're going to be IRL friends with her. Do you? I hope so. She seems great. She invited us over? Yeah, Don't, that's what I'm saying. You should you go. Forget. Oh, I, I would love forget. to. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing it up to hold her to it. Oh, she seems fun. And I'll tell you something about Scarlett Curtis. She'll definitely have some delicious things there for us to. to really? She knows how to entertain. Really? I could feel it in my blood. She knows oh, my how to God. Entertain. I love this. Yeah. That you'll think, oh, my goodness, is that a wheel of Stilton? And it will be. Yeah. Well, that's the British in her. Not a full wheel, but, you know, just no, something. Understand. 
you know, she knows how to make you a cup. She'll offer you a cup of tea as soon as you walk God, out yes. the door. You'll be beyond job. You'll be transported from Los Angeles straight back to her English garden. That's I my, can't wait. Yeah. I'm ready. Or she'll have like, you know, six in and out burgers waiting and say, and a vegan one. What's wrong with say, that? Yeah. And say, oh, I didn't know if you were vegan. So I also got you this oh my thing. my God. Amazing. Now, now I've really put the script. You know what? <laughs> Scarlett, if we come over, we'll bring the treats. How does that Absolutely. Okay. Just if you have some water, that'd be great. That's the arrangement. Yeah. Okay. Dear Ronna Bryant and possible esteemed guests. Now, this was a, this was quite a cliffhanger. First, I want to say I love the pod and have been listening since you started. I was already a longtime Brian and Ronna fan and have, and ha, and to have you two together in one podcast is a dream. Love you both. Second, I desperately have needed some friendship advice for the past several years and have finally pushed myself to write out an email to you. I have been friends with John for over a decade. I met him at a karaoke where, where I drunkenly fell into him and he kindly introduced himself. I was in my early 20s. Don't judge. Would never. Wouldn't dream never. of it. We hit it off and soon began hanging out, often at karaoke bars with a large group of his friends. At the time, I was young and broke, and John often bought rounds, dinners, and several times bought me concert and theater tickets. John is about 20-plus years older than myself and was more financially stable. So while I was uncomfortable with him spending on mon- on money on me, I didn't put up a fight. Okay. A few years ago, I got a notification that John, remember this? Of course I do. Added new videos to his YouTube channel that I subscribed to. Loving his videos, I quickly checked them out. Oh I God. looked as if he it looked as if he had accidentally uploaded all the videos on his phone since there was a large number of them. I clicked on one to see if my assumption was correct and to let him know. In the video I watched horrified me. In the video, John can be seen propping up his phone on the kitchen counter and putting items around it as if to conceal it. He then wanders around his kitchen, seemingly waiting for something. A young man, he seemed to be underage to me, came in shirtless to talk about a lawn maintenance he was doing for, quote, John. John, quote, disappears to get something for the guy, leaving the guy standing shirtless in his kitchen awkwardly. Okay. Eventually, John, all in quotes, by the way, returns, gives him something. The guy leaves and John retrieves his phone and stops recording. All the videos were quickly deleted, so I never saw the other ones and I have no idea if they were similar. The video, This video has upset me for the past few years. The idea of secretly recording someone, possibly an underage kid, whose half-dress leaves me feeling sick. I have a few friends who know John and they agreed the video was wrong and weird, but not as much as I do. Since I found the video, I've hardly seen John. I wasn't sure how to face him. I do message or text him occasionally, usually in response to something he sent me first. I feel bad since we were such good friends. He spent so much money on me in the past, and he has no idea why I started to ghost him. I should probably add three other details about John that may be relevant. I have seen him flirt with younger straight straight males and try to, quote, switch them. I had a male friend he did this to. He was not in a good mental place, and it really messed him up. Two, he is beloved by many, many people. He's extremely popular, has many friends, and is well-known in the community. Three, my husband strongly dislikes him. He met him when we first started dating, and John said something along the lines of, quote, don't break a heart or I'll hurt you. 
but in an offensive way. I'm still not 100% sure what was exactly said, but my husband immediately disliked him. After he heard about the video, he now strongly dislikes him. So, is the video as bad as I think, or am I overreacting? Should I put an end to the friendship? Do I owe him anything for the money he spent on me? Thank you for the your advice and apologies if this letter was too long, which it was. Kiss, kiss, <laughs> Jay. She slash her. A lot of J's this episode. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm thinking of the last one. Oh, no. The last cliffhanger was a J. Yeah, it was J. Yeah. Um, look. I want to know what you are 100% sure about in this scenario. Mm-hmm. This could be, I'm just going to do maybe rose colored glasses first. Sure. This could be a situation. I have a totally different opinion, I think, of this than I did when we read it on the free feed. Actually. I think I do too, actually. But yeah. m- my first thought is is this at the end of Baby Jane when, spoiler alert, Joan Crawford says how everything really ended up? And Betty Davis looks at her on the sand and said, You mean all this time we could have been friends? Why didn't you ask John about it? I know it would have been uncomfortable, but you're now hanging on to this for years because John could have said a few things. One, that guy was 20. Two, he knew what was going on. Three, you're right. That was weird. She probably shouldn't have done that. The kid was not underage. Yeah, four, it's none of your business, which is also another. Four, it's none of your business. Yeah. Um. In terms of giving this guy, I'm just saying devil's advocate, giving this guy, turning, trying to turn this guy that you talked about who then wasn't in a good place mentally, that's fine. The other side of that is that this guy hooked up with them because he wanted to and then felt guilty about it. Yes. You know, that's the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that if if this guy, listen, I understand if someone's not in a good place mentally, but, um, uh, you know, I don't know the circumstances of it either, but like it takes two to tango. And if that wasn't the case, then that's criminal. Yeah. I think the intimation though, is that the question is, is John a predator? That's sort of this Who knows? I I don't know. Maybe he is. And is that a good thing? No, it's not at all. Um, but it sort of seems like you've been hanging on to this for years without knowing anything. So, Usually when that's the case with people, your mind only goes further and further into the most horrendous scenarios. If this, if this is, I mean, it only gets worse and worse about what this person might be doing. First of all, if your instinct was that he was doing something bad with people who were underage, that's something you should have asked him about. Hmm. Um, I think that's information that's difficult to hold on to. I'm going to be honest. I don't know why you've held on to this this long at all. If you were that bothered by it and if it were going to risk your friendship, you must have not been that good of friends with this person to begin with. This person could be doing those things. I don't know. He might be a predator. I don't know. The thing is, you don't either. You didn't ask any questions about the things that are bothering you. What do you think, Rana? Well, my shtetl instinct, my shtetl clairvoyance is, is going off a little. My spidey sense is tingling about a few things. And they could be completely off the wall. But my first thing I want to say is, to me, this is this whole question is a question of your personal moral compass. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that's the thing that you are questioning. 
you're trying to figure out if you're a person who believes this or that. This is, this is, let's move the facts aside for a second and let's talk about why this is bothering you. And I think it's because you think you're a certain sort of person who thinks a certain sort of way that you're liberal or whatever. But I think that you have some conservative instincts that you're fighting inside of yourself. I could be totally wrong. I do not want in any way to disparage your husband. Uh, There's two ways to look at the husband thing. One way to look at it is your husband's a great guy. He's got great instincts. This guy's a creep. And he knew it from the first time he met met him. Sure. And he is telling you flat out, I don't like this guy. And your husband knows people and he's good at knowing people. That's one. Another possibility is your husband's a little homophobic. Mm-hmm. And that you have a gay, like a gay friend who I've got news for you. It's not just your gay friends. Everybody, if you got into their personal life, you would be surprised at what you would find, mm-hmm. whether it was all the way out there like this guy or whether it was people asexual or whatever it is, you know, or that, or that sex isn't important to them. Or and that they they're strange into a about certain that. thing that, yeah, exactly. Or they just like what they like and it's got nothing to do with what you like. And what you think you like is meat and potatoes. And so all of that feels like uncharted territory to you. But the the truth is, and again, I'm not putting the facts aside for a moment. I'm just talking about the spectrum of what people are interested in and what people do behind closed doors. And to me, it sounds like you're very sort of on the straight and narrow and that that, so anything that deviates from that can feel a little bit scandalous to you. Mm -hmm. And that for a lot of people, it really isn't scandalous. It really is just people like what they like and you don't have to like what they like. And it doesn't, and if people are consenting, that's up to them and they can do what they want to do. And it doesn't have to affect you emotionally, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And the more I hear about this video, the more I think that they were both willing participants in this video. Because I really don't, I think I said this on the free feed. I don't know a person that walks into a person's house not wearing a shirt. I know that was the other thing is sort of like- That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense to me either. And look- It doesn't mean that he wasn't underage. He might've been. And by the way- And that that is a real problem. I agree. Whether whether he paid the guy or he didn't pay the guy or whatever, they agreed or they didn't agree. I agree. That's real. That isn't- that is predatory. And by the way, if I had thought of a friend, I probably, and I wouldn't blow up, but I'd be like, Hey, I saw that video. It was sort of weird. Like I would even just be like, how old was that guy? And then if they said, Oh, I'm not sure. I'd be like, okay, you shouldn't film people if they don't know they're getting filmed. I mean, I have to be honest with you. It creeped me out a little bit. I think that's a okay to do. I would have done that if I knew a friend was doing something. Like yes. That. I think though, Either the guy's a creep or your husband doesn't like him for other reasons. And so I don't really know. I don't want to put that on your husband, but it's something to think about whether he, you know, you're in a heteronormative relationship and this guy is, uh, is a homosexual Mm -hmm. or what a gay male. I don't even know what to call him. All of that's correct. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) A guy who likes guys. Yeah. 
Possibly underage, possibly not. Possibly right. he likes to do amateur pornography with people. I don't know. Right. And if everybody is interested in that, I suppose that's their business. And it's not something you were ever supposed to find out about. If right. if it's all on the up and up. If it's on the up and up. I Yeah. I. Uh, but there's also the possibility that your husband is a great judge of character and is just saying, what are you holding on to this friendship for? This guy is a creep. He's not. This life of the party business is it's concealing something else. I don't trust him. My shuttle clairvoyance goes up about him. You can be friends who you want to be friends with, but I'm telling you something's up. I don't with like this guy. the smell of this guy. Yeah. And that's that could be true. Who knows? And also the, when I you tell me he paid sh- for all of this stuff, that to me feels like of course this is something that happens when we're young, but then you get a little older and you sort of think. I'm not paying for everybody all the time. I mean, like, of course you could be generous, but sometimes there are people who sort of buy friends. That's true. Or have friends that are a lot younger because those friends don't understand what they're doing. They're in a different age range. Right. And they just think they're terrific. Yeah. Maybe there's a lot of door number one, door number two with this stuff. You just don't know, seem to know to very much for sure. You know, but it just seems to me, this is a friendship from another time yeah. and that, if your question is, do you owe this guy the 400 dinners, he bought, tacos he bought for you in the last 30 years? The answer is no. Okay. Right. And if you do want that person in your life, it's never too late to ask them about the one thing that upset you, you know, Correct. and get an totally. answer for it. But if you're just moved on, then you're moved on. But you also, that's the, you know, everyone always says what? sex and money or whatever. These are the things that people are particular about. Mm -hmm. So it's funny to me that they're both in this letter because your question is your opinion of his sex life and your relationship to money, Mm -hmm. which is you're a person who thinks if I bought you half a burger, I probably you ought to buy me another half a burger or who had the fries or, and that you're not really comfortable with the fact that do I owe him something? No, you just had to say the thank you whenever is, it happened. People make decisions in the moment. People spend their money the way he might be a spendthrift or he may just be a super generous, lovely guy or whatever it is. People can do what they want to do with their money and that's their decision and you don't owe him. It sounds to me like you've given him years and years of friendship previous to this. Yeah, but, I mean, when someone does something nice for you, all you really owe them is a nice thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Say thank you mm-hmm. or say no thank you. Yeah. If right. it makes you uncomfortable. True. Also fine. True. But sounds like you were friends for years. That's all part of that. And then this thing and some question mark. So it's okay to whoever said you have to be friends with the same people your whole life. Yeah. But it's also okay if you do want to be friends with him and that you want to say to your husband, I actually think you're wrong about him and he's just not your cup of tea. So, okay, you spend time with him and not with your husband, but your husband doesn't have to like this guy and doesn't have to be friends with him and doesn't have to, you know, everybody doesn't have to be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, you know, questions you could ask if you want to get to the bottom. Totally, of you could find but, out the truth about these situations if, you, if yeah. you really wanted to, but it doesn't even sound like you want to. Well, you'll never get the full story, but you'll certainly get, an answer. Some kind of answer, and yeah. you can make your decision based off that mm-hmm. answer. Yeah, I do think if you thought people were in danger from this guy, I don't know that you would have held on to this for this long. But who knows? Maybe you felt like it wasn't your business. I don't know. 
I just think sometimes in life you're forced to see people in a new light. And That's sometimes true. that thing doesn't align you with know, you. Yeah. And when you look back on it too, it's this other little things that support that behavior. So what Brian said is absolutely true about your friend. Your friends are grown up, your friend hooked up with another man and doesn't see themselves that way or whatever. And that's their problem. And that's if that wasn't the case, if problem. he was drugged, if he was drugged, if he was truly, then that's abhorrent. Like, you Horrible. know, it's, it's just, but what are the facts here? Yeah. But that is between them. Totally. But doesn't mean that this guy isn't a little bit of a predator. Mm-hmm. And if that is truly what you think, I mean, this idea of people flipping people is sort of, you know, come right. on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one absurd. thing if the person is underage and, and you know, looking for a hot meal. I don't even know. But just that life right. has painted them into a certain corner. Of course. They, but it's another thing when people are exploring the sexuality and then they, you know, go back on it or they don't want people talking about that them. Or they out. Don't, yeah. Whatever it mm-hmm. is. But that is really your friend's problem. And the only th- the service you can do to your friend is say, I don't really think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or okay. to say you so should you, press charges. I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah. If that's what happened, yeah. truly. But, you know, we remember we had that question about the straight guy and the gay guy and the mm. this and that guy and da, da, da. And it's sort of, people can explore whatever they want. The only thing, you could completely normalize it for your friend if that's something. I mean, oh, if it ever I see comes what up you mean. Again, like, yes, just to be like, yeah. look. And if it's you- not, if it wasn't weird and it ever comes up again, you can find it in your heart to say to your quote unquote straight friend, whatever that means. Uh, I don't really think it's a big deal. Yeah, nobody cares. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. nobody cares. Exactly. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Keep. I would like to know the update on I that. I would though. too. I'm actually dying to know yeah. the update on this one. You want to know something, Rana? Sure. This is just a little like fun fact for people listening. Yeah. Do I? Jurgen. Jurgen, you remember Jurgen? Sure, from North Shore BMW, sure. Yeah. So he accidentally uploaded a video to YouTube oh, that was meant to be. I'm okay. Bonus. Yeah. And I'm good. I just know yep. that he, let's just Plenty put it this way. You've heard of people falling in love with things. Sure. He takes really good care of those cars. Uh-huh. Like Rick is working at a dealership. People don't know. Right, it's very know. lonely. Rana, I don't know if you're going to, I'm trying to like, Okay. Make you understand without saying it. Yeah. He really Got likes right. taking care of cars, if you okay. understand what I'm saying. I think I do. Okay. I think I understand the concept of taking care of something. Yes. So not so like washing it. Sounds it, like I'll like be taking care washing it. of take take my car back to yeah. the BMW deal. Yeah. Okay. okay. And by okay. car I mean extra car, the one I got for you. But so right. If you're done okay. with it, well, that's I'm just fine. saying, like YouTube leaks happen and leaks happen all over those cars. And if you get my draft, I, I motor oil lubrication. I understand exactly. all the whole yeah. bit. Like, the whole <laughs> bit. So listen to me. This next one. This was our very own uh, carriage house Dateline mystery. Is what Rana, this was. People wrote in with theories. With we thought honestly, like, okay, they're going to film this episode. People went nuts over this. This was a real mystery unfolding before us. And I have to say, multiple people wrote in and got to the bottom of this. Oh, people were all over it doing deep digs, going on the dark web, trying to find this stuff. This was the dog walk, okay? Yep. Who, who, the letter writer had a dog walker. Then the dog walker 
quote unquote, mysteriously ghosted to disappear them from them, which was hysterical because the yeah. person is a dog walker. Okay. Sometimes right. they're there. Sometimes they're not there. Well, but then the new dog walker took over that place. Yes. Country, Country Club, Club Critters, Critters, if I'm Wonderful. not mistaken. <laughs> but then the new dog walker. No. Then the old dog walker showed up one day without any heads up, just showed up like a ghost. Yeah. And then the next time, none of them showed up. But most of it was just, if I recall correctly, that our letter writer felt abandoned by all the dog walkers that they thought was so close to them who they thought loved their dog so much. And she never heard from them again. Well, let's get into it. Let's do it. You know, Brian, I do love an unsolved mystery. Yeah, so do I. So I, I can't. You know, we usually talk about this or that before we get... No, we're going to get straight into this. we got to solve this mystery right now. Well... (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. If ever there was a time for us to open that detective agency, this would be This is the time? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. The number one ladies detective agency. Listen, I wouldn't mind. I would not mind. Yeah. But you, you, you probably watched a lot of Inspector Gadget as a child. Is that correct? Of course. But I always thought yeah. I would be Penny. But if we were Inspector Gadget, you would be Penny. No doubt about it. Well, I, you could be Brain. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was he, a cat? No, he's a dog. Oh, a dog. The dog. Their dog, of course. A detective okay, never has a cat that helps That's him true. solve That's true. The crimes. villain only has a cat. Yeah. The villain always has a cat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dear Rana, Brian, and honored guest. N-A. Not applicable. Correct. First, I love your podcast. Mm. I, too, discovered you through Rana's special appearance on Bitch Sesh, and so grateful that the universe aligned to bring me to you both each week. It's out of character for me to write into a show like this, but you say this is a space for people who truly have nowhere else to turn. Well, I I didn't mean that literally, to be honest (laughs) with you. I know this isn't going to become the Lonely Hot Sad cl- Hats Club. It's not. It's not no. going to be the, the no. Rana Glickman School for Wayward Girls. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I strongly believe I fit. Okay. This is a safe space for people who truly have nowhere else to turn. And I strongly believe I fit into this category with this mystery that has been haunting me and my family for close to a year. Hmm. Here's the background. We live in Denver. And about four years ago, we moved to a new home. I'll spare my, everyone my Casa Bonita talk because- Your fantasy of Casa it Bonita. closed, and then now maybe oh, really? someone's going to reopen it. Yeah. Closed As during, Casa Bonita still? It closed during the pandemic, but is it really closed? You know those people that said we're cl- temporarily closed, but you never really knew if they were or not? Yeah, exactly. Bit of That's, that. That sounds so we'll like Casa say. Bonita. Yeah. 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 My husband and well, I both- Well, if you can't launder money, how are you supposed to make a living? I beg everyone after this episode to Google Casa Bonita uh, because it's worth seeing. Just Google image Casa Bonita Denver. Indoor cliff diving. Okay. That's right. My husband and I both work full time, so we hired a dog walker to help us a few days a week. Okay. The dog walking company was owned by a woman named Leslie, and on on occasion she would hire helpers to make sure all of her pups were walked on schedule. This is 100% your kind of letter. Oh, I, I, I'm already feeling that. Yeah. Leslie, the dog walker. Yeah. You got it. One of the, this, cause it already feels like a judge Judy case, which I love. Yes. One of the helpers was our favorite. Let's call her Kay. Young, cool, very normal girl in her mid to late twenties. We bonded over similar taste in music and she would bring her husky to walk with our dog. 
Okay. About a year into our engagement with Leslie, she informed us that she would be moving to Mexico with her children and Kay would be buying the business. Okay. I was aware that there was some healthy negotiation between Leslie and Kay on the sale price, but ultimately they found a resolution. We were thrilled for Kay and made sure to support her through the transition. Put a pin in that. Leslie's a suspect. I just want you to know. Fair enough. Yeah. We consistently scheduled our walks and paid in advance each month, considering ourselves very steady, reliable customers to what was now named Country Club Critters. I don't care for it. I don't either, but I can see the cartoon immediately, and it, it wouldn't have come out in any other decade but the 80s, around Dynasty. KKK or CCC? Oh, CCC. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is CCC. Okay, few. Fast forward to March of 2020, when COVID took its grip on the world. Like many, we were both unexpectedly working from home, but fortunate enough that we had no negative impacts on our income. Great. Wonderful. While we didn't necessarily need help walking our dog anymore, we decided that the right thing to do was to continue supporting local businesses who were being negatively impacted by the pandemic. Kay and Country Club Critters were, of course, at the top of that list. Being at home, we started to engage with Kay directly more often, having pleasant small, well, there's a mistake right there. Really? Why do people get involved with their dog walks? Uh, Well, I didn't even mean it like that. I just mean small talk with anyone you don't really know is what, there's no good that comes from it. Why do they get involved with their dog walks, Brian? (laughs) Do you know? Don't, Rana. Yeah. Don't. I do. It's shared admiration for their dog, which is a narcissistic extension of themselves. But anyway, go on. Well, there's the question and the answer. (laughs) Being at home, we started to engage with Cage directly more often. Oh, yeah. Having pleasant small talk when she arrived, talking about the weather, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. She was always on time, always a bright light when she walked through the door. And, and this is in italics, an excellent communicator. Okay. Another clue. In mid-July, I was sitting at the kitchen table when the door opened and someone I wasn't expecting walked in the door. Leslie, the original dog walker. Leslie, who had moved to Mexico with her family. Leslie, who had moved to Mexico. If this were a soap opera, we would be freezing on Leslie's face right now. For sure. It took me a minute to register who it was, but I realized quickly that Leslie had clearly found her way back from Mexico and into our coat closet retrieving the dog leash. My God, she mentioned that Kay had to leave town unexpectedly and she was helping out. Not a big deal, but very strange that Kay hadn't shared this with us ahead of time. Again, she was a great communicator. Later that day, I received a text from Kay that she had to go back to the East Coast for a family emergency and that Leslie would be covering while she was gone. This made me feel better. The next day, when it was time for a dog to get picked up again, no one showed. Oh. I texted Kay. And she responded almost instantaneously that she would check with Leslie and was expected to be home the coming weekend and things would get back to normal. Leslie, this is all bold. You ready? Leslie never showed up. And this was the last text I ever received from Kay. Chilling. Chilling. It is actually is chilling. I texted Kay the next day, checking on her and Leslie's status. The following day, I started to get genuinely worried, and a week later, after no communication, I sent her a message letting her know how concerned I was about her, and that I was, of course, here to help if she needed anything at all. I tried calling Kay's number. Her voicemail was full. I tried calling the number I had for Leslie, and it was disconnected. I emailed the business. No response. And periodically, since last August, I made a few more failed attempts. Nothing. Literally. Crickets. Well, not literally. I am not a social media wizard, but here are a few clues we have found. Okay. Bronnet, this is our second ever bullet-pointed letter. You ready? 
I'm so glad people are getting their acts together. Me too, organizing something for us yeah, finally. Yeah. No activity on her personal or business Instagram since early 2020. Nothing in the news or internet when we search her name. A friend of a friend sent her a request on Instagram. She, or someone with access to her account, accepted a day later. I also sent her a request. No response. Hmm. Country Club Quitters has a delinquent status for business businesses registered in Colorado. Her Facebook picture was changed at the end of last year, and the only comment on the picture is from what seems like a family member, an aunt maybe, that says, I wish I could talk to you right now. Ooh, that's spooky. We have reached out to this person with no response. Kay was someone that was in our home almost daily for years, and suddenly she disappeared. I think about her all the time, and we just love to know she's okay. If she decided to go off the grid and leave her dog walking past behind her, there would be no ill will or judgment from us. My biggest fear is that something to happen to her, or worse, some foul play with Leslie? Ultimately, closure is what I'm seeking and looking forward to hearing your collective wisdom on this matter. Best concerned dog owner. Well. Rana. I mean, we're barely qualified to answer this question. I mean, this is like, no, Keith Morrison is qualified to answer this question. Correct. This is like a John Quinones is exactly is qualified to answer this. Tamron Hall in her day. Soledad O'Brien in her day. No doubt about it. Josh Mankiewicz, we're waiting for your reply. Oh, this is a Josh Mankiewicz story This is a Josh Mankiewicz. I love his voice. I love his voice. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. You know, he's the son of Mank. Don't I know it? Yeah. And the brother of the Mank on TCM. Correct. Who's also the son of Mank. Correct. Um, It doesn't make that movie any more interesting. Sure doesn't. But it's fun to see what happened to the Mankiewiczes. <laughs> now we know. They're, oh, I always think of the Menendez brothers when I think of the Mankiewicz brothers. Well, it's a close name. So. Yeah. Take, to do with that what you will. And one one uh, sheds light on crimes and the others commit it. Correct. They are crime, crime creators and crime stoppers. I want to know. First of all, I absolutely believe she either changed her identity or... I don't. I just don't believe that people go off the grid like that without tying up their loose ends. I just don't believe they do. Yeah, but willingly. Well, the real problem. And is And you, you could file a missing persons report. The real problem is you can't get hold of Leslie. Yeah, that's the, what's also weird. Because about it. let's say Kay do? sold the business to Leslie okay, back, or said, "I can't do this. My mother's sick. Pandemic. Who cares? Whatever. I'm done." But that's an easy text, Rona. I understand. Unless my first question was, was the phone a business phone that they were texting? So was it her personal phone that she was texting or was it like the country club critter's phone? And then when they handed the business over, the phone became the phone. Yep. That was my first detail, which I'm going to assume it was her personal one because if it was the phone, the business phone, then- you know, Leslie either becomes more suspicious or less suspicious based on that. But I think the fact that her voicemail is full, although it's curious she didn't change her number, but that, which is why I think maybe she's did not go willingly. Well, I she mean, only called her that one time. We don't really Yeah, but her know. voicemail was full. Whose voicemail is full? When was the last Pe- time that happened? People that are sloppy have full so. voicemails. Or people that are in crisis or people exactly. that Exactly. That's what I mean. People yeah. who can't get a hold of someone for a long time who are calling nonstop. But let's say something happened to her family or this or that, and she just started neglecting the business altogether, where she 
But yeah. she's I mean, that, that what, look, she's happened. a dog walker. I hate to say that, but the my point is these are people that take jobs that fit in around whatever else they whether it's regulating their stress or whether they love to be with animals or whatever it is. It's not a traditional path where you want to be responsible on a nine to five job. You, you want to spend more of your time with the animals and you want to do it on your schedule. But it just feels like a Richard Simmons kind of thing. It does. It does. Or like, you know, yeah, it just feels like that sort of thing where it's like, well, just let us know you're okay and we'll move on. Like, where's Shelly Miscavige? It feels like that. I'm wondering if they ever called the police and said, uh, I know this may sound kooky, but has anyone fi- ever filed a missing person's report about this person? I know. I'm thinking that too. Because I would want to know if there was any more documented information about her. She said she hadn't responded. The personal Instagram, she hadn't responded since the beginning of 2020, I think, which didn't bother me because I think they last saw her in March of 2020. So I thought, okay, maybe she just went off Instagram. But yeah, it's curious that she accepted the strangest Facebook request, but not the person that knew her. Which, in terms of being sloppy, of course there is a world in which she just handled it badly, moved back home, was like, I don't even want to deal with calling these clients and letting them know. Like, I don't even want to fucking deal with it. People are like that. They can't. She had it together and then she didn't have it together. And I got to say this. We can't put this off the table either. Letter writer, you might be the biggest goddamn asshole any dog walker has ever met. What? (laughs) You mean that they? You mean what your if vers- the person writing your version in- of the story is they came every day, they loved our dog, they brought their dog to walk with it. Their version of the story is they were my least favorite clients. They never paid on time. Yep, they were cheap, and the I'm dog just bit saying me. it's in. We should keep it in the ballpark. Wow, that you are a a true nightmare human being. Wow. It's well, all, we can't discount it. Ron, if we're detectives, everything's everyone's a suspect and That's everything's true. Possible. We have to follow our leads. We can't follow we can't create the case that we want to solve. We have to let it solve itself. I need to do an interview with this woman to see if she is a nightmare or a psychopath, or if this indeed is just either case. You know what though? I really I'm not even kidding. Well, I the thing that is the curveball to me is Leslie. I, I don't. That's well, the that's part I don't understand. Obviously, what this person is implying is that Leslie has murdered Kay and taken the business back over. <laughs> that's what they're implying, right? Leslie has absconded with Kay in some fashion. That is what this person wants to believe. And no one is writing her back. In other words, no one's writing the letter writer back. But I do think it's worth calling the police and saying I do too. Has anyone ever filed a missing persons report about this? Yeah. And but the other thing they always say about missing persons is sometimes people just don't want to be found. That's true too. The police always say that. I don't That's know if they say it because they don't want to do the looking or if they say it because it's true. But they do say that. And this is not a woman that wants to be. I wish the person on Facebook would respond. That's the other big clue. We wish we could hear from you. What does that mean? Or if you can do any investigating to any of her family to kind of see if, call the parents or whatever. I mean, you'll sound crazy for a minute, but. Well, you'll sound crazy for more than a minute, but this is obviously eating you up alive. I would want to know, but I also probably would have let it go by now. Right. I wouldn't be haunted by this. 
you could call the police or stop by the police. I mean, not the 911 number, but like you could just no. see if anyone ever did anything. I don't, don't think call 911 because Brian's not answering. I'm not answering that call. Not till fall. Like, go down Coming to the back station. in fall, we're not. Fall 2021, we That's answer right. the 911 call again. Because the problem with me, Rana, is once I hear that call, I will be glued to for solving it. Even yeah. though it's out of bounds for a dispatcher to do that. It is. That's yeah. not dispatch's purview. But that's not Josh, you know? No. Yeah. You know. No. Well, Josh is on the side of justice. Exactly wrong. Right. Yeah. And exactly. truth and other people's happiness. He's yes. a crusader. He really is. I Thank you for finally saying it. <laughs> uh, the other thing you could do if you have a little extra dough and you feel like it is you could hire a private investigator. Yeah. You could. Yeah. People do it. I'm going to look Especially again. Did Leslie days. also ghost her? I mean, like, is Leslie still in town? Leslie's not responding. I cannot believe that Leslie moved to Mexico and then came back and just walked in her house like NBD. Well, Leslie's also not walking the dogs. Country crit is, is country club crit is, is in areas. Yes. Put down. So we don't know if Leslie was just back from Mexico for a week and then she went back to Mexico or, and she doesn't know, even know about right. any of this. Or if Leslie, you know, murdered Kay for the insurance money, or we don't, we just don't. We don't know. We don't know, but this is a follow-up I need. And by the way, if you privately give me Kay's full name, I'm going to try and find her. I was going to say, we'd be willing to do some sleuthing. I would do some sleuthing. Why don't you send us- I have a friend who's actually pretty good at this. I actually, I bet it's Stephanie. It is. We- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to get Stephanie on this. I feel like I feel like you guessed Stephanie because I don't really think I have any other friends except for no, you. No, it Stephanie. just sounds like Stephanie. <laughs> it is Stephanie. She gets really into this stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know who we need? We need the woman that did the Ilaria Baldwin um, Instagram. Yes. yes. Maybe we can get her on this. We need her, and yeah. we also need. I mean. I don't know who the famous psychics are oh, now, I bet but we, Naomi that wouldn't would hurt. be willing to help on this. Naomi would be good at this. She would. Yeah. She would. Or Janie, also, you know who's always looking to solve a crime? Oh it's my Janie. God, Janie. Janie had dad. But the only problem is none of her information will come back reliable. Why is that? It just won't. <laughs> She'll, it'll sound, it'll be warm, 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 ice cold. <laughs> But if she can get us one, 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 we might, we might it, be able Rana. to get ourselves a little further. She's always wanted to do an amateur crime fighting club. Of course, of course. No, I know how into that stuff she is. Yeah. Oh, Janie. if this person feels comfortable, they should send us some details so that we can do a little digging. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Yeah, or attempt to. I have to say, I'm so proud of our patrons and Patreon members. Yeah. And everyone. And Mimi was part of the deep dive on this too. Mimi, Mimi was. She showed her bona fides for sure. She was our Keith Morrison. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got Josh Mankiewicz, eat your heart out. Eat your heart out, man. Yeah. Mank. He is Mank. Rana. Yeah. If I, if all of a sudden one day you stopped hearing from me, would you, would you, would you get sick the fans on finding where I was at? You know, I think I'd probably wait too long to tell you the truth. I would assume that you wanted your privacy. And And that I just wasn't showing up for recordings, It probably wouldn't be until I smelled the body that I knew that something was off. Oh, my God. Did you hear what happened at that place in Irvine? What? 
It's almost too horrible to say. Oh, you better tell me. A family had been dead in there for a year. What? And no one, no one had checked. What did they die of, and why? Un, un, unconfirmed, unconfirmed. Until a by whole the way, family? their their family in Canada asked the police to do a wellness check like last week. They just now it, asked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the neighbors thought they just fled during the pandemic. Yeah, that's probably what happened with us. That was that I would think. Oh, Brian, just that's Brian. He's mercurial. He left in the middle of the night. It would take you a year to ask where I was, Rana. Eleven months. Ron, if I didn't hear from you, I would, I would be on. Well, I always I make sure tell you Nancy have... Grace get that show up and running again because I've got a scoop. When it, why did you know it does? Let's why? Not get I know. Into it. I mean, honestly, no, let's not. I could never. Probably for the best. I could never decide which side I was on with Nancy Grace. I couldn't agree. And poor Nancy more. Grace would have had to decide which side she was on. That's the real problem. Yeah. Whether she's Tom, a, she's not on is Tom she Lump's a Trumper? Side. Is she not a Trumper? It's hard to know. Yeah, hard to know. In this new world, she'd have to disclose a little yeah. bit more about herself. Yeah, agree. It's true. Um, <sighs> Rana, dear, we did it again. We did it again. I have to say, those were some of our most compelling. Oh. Yes, dear. Oh, I, I was just going to agree. I would say, like, like you, these were ones that have been around. That were that are classics for no, sure. No, this that is a vi- hot off the presses kind of episode. I mean, this is this. Those were some questions that, again, I hate to bring it up. I've been bringing it up a fair amount lately. These are the kind of questions we're looking for. If Life Magazine, you know how like once a year they trot out some like best of the year issue or something crazy. Yeah. That would be this oh, issue. This buy, is the Life Magazine. The yes, correct, yeah. mm-hmm. correct. That would be this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, dear, I loved spending this cliffhangers with you. It's been wonderful, I Ron. I was on the edge of my seat. See you in a fresh, fresh, fresh episode next week on the Freight Fate. I can't wait. Fresh, 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 fresh. I do love how you say that. I'm not going to do lie. you. It, it honestly, it puts a- today. You're very into my uh, the way I enunciate things today. You're very into my delivery. I I am liking what you're saying uh-huh. and how uh-huh. you're saying it. That's uh-huh. for sure. Rana. All right, dear. We love you. Join us in the Patreon carriage house, patreon.com slash ask Rana. You know, Ron, if I was straight, I'd want to get in there. That's not really the sort of information that I find flattering or interesting just to let you know. And okay. by the way, I think if I invited you, if I said, look, this is what the relationship is going to be. Do whatever you want. <laughs> but you get to sleep in my bed with me and wake up every morning and have pillow talk. You take it in a second. That's all. That's the offer I've been waiting for my whole life. (laughs) And, and we'd have Yadvina bring us breakfast in bed every day. Are you kidding? (laughs) And then you'd go play tennis. Why do you think I want to do this European tour so badly? You'd go play tennis with your, uh, with your pro, whoever that is. I haven't met him yet. Uh, And that's what that would be. But you would know that fresh sheets, fresh flowers, fresh breakfast. Petit dejeuner. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, a little fresh squeeze, a little mini fresh squeezed orange juice on your bedside every day. It. I would love <laughs> it. Sign me um, up. Um, all right, dear. You've crossed a boundary right. and I'm not happy about it, but I'm gonna let it go. Uh, we'll you'll, you'll, it we'll go. build it back. I know you're we'll a little mischievous right now. I am a getting ready to go on vacation. 
times I am. times two, pardon me. Times two. Times. Minus divided by getting 10. back, of, getting back yeah. at me for baby Steve's absence. I understand. Oh yeah. You've been lying in wait for about a year. And I didn't even think about spring. going on a trip until baby Steve entered ready the picture. To spring. And I thought, you know what? Um, She's got a pick. She's got a choice. All right, dear. I adore you. Come join us on patreon.com slash askrana. Yeah. $5 gets you into the carriage. That's $10 gets you sauna privileges. You can see the videos. It's like bar, bargain basement. Once Ron. again. I mean, this is like we're giving it's it away. It's a fire sale. Enjoy it while it lasts. I'm Enjoy not kidding. Get in there now yeah. because- we're going to shake it up in the carriage house. As the country goes, so do we. And also, we're going to be introducing some fun new things, of course. We never, stagnation oh. is not this nation. Movements. Movements. And of course, keep your eye out for our fabulous, fabulous that's coming soon. I've been in the lab. It may already be out she by has. the time this comes out. What do I know? Might be true, but just know that if it hasn't come out, you're, you're, you get excited. It's going to be a summer to remember in the carriage house. That's what gonna I'm going to say. To remember. All right, dear. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Askgranacoffee.com. Yeah, Negronagon. Oh, we are getting into iced coffee season. I will say that. And there is nothing. Oh, you bet we are. That Kate Arthur we had on a few weeks ago. You know she's obsessed with shades of vanilla. Well, you know that iced coffee is every day for me. Her wife told me that she keeps three or four bags in the freezer because she's afraid she's going to run out of it. She's my kind of people. There you go. All right, dear. Kiss, kiss. All right. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.